Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us here on the Common Sense Show. We're really glad you're with us. We are the show that is freeing America, one enslaved mind at a time. This is Dave Hodges, your host. And did you ever think, and I'm speaking to you people over 40, did you ever think you'd be living in a time like this? My, oh, my, oh, my. And what's going to happen to the economy? What's going to happen to the stock market? What's happening to people's ability to make money? Well, we're going to talk about all that with Trade Genius' own Bob Kudla. And as you know, Bob is a monthly guest here, and we come in, we get the economic report. And he's been right on the money in the past. He talked about the decline of China. He talked about how Trump was going to kick their butt. He predicted this well in advance of what happened. And so now I'm just dying to know what he's going to say about the topsy-turvy times that we're in now and what it means to all of us. Bob, thanks for joining us here on the Common Sense Show. Hey, Dave. Thanks for having me. Okay, um, here's here's kind of what I see our possibilities, and I'm just wondering out loud. In 1929 and 1930, there were a lot of people that made money. I should say a select number of people that made money by knowing what would hold its value during tough economic times because of the nature of the product or the service. And when people centered their investments there, they did quite well in the midst of total turmoil. Is this anything close to what we're seeing today? It, it, yes, in the sense that we have chaos in the market. And, um, and, in, and in 1929, as you know, people, um, I would say probably 85% of the traders pretty much lost nearly everything. But mm-hmm. there was a select group of people who, first of all, saw it. You just don't read about those people in the news. And then there are people who absolutely prospered during this period of time, and it's, it's exactly as you described. So you have to know where the money's gonna flow and be able to position yourself ahead of it because, you know, 1929 was what I would call a debt deflation collapse. And this time's a little bit different, Dave, because the, um, the amount of liquidity that they're going to pour into these markets is gonna make it more like what happened at the end of 1966 into 1980. And and so that's gonna provide what we call a market of stocks market versus a stock market that what that we had. So absolutely, if you know where the hockey puck's gonna go and it's already starting to give us indications where the money can be made, then you know, you're gonna be in position to do so. You're just gonna have to now be more actively engaged versus just trusting your financial advisor to use these robo these robo systems that they've had in place here for the last um, you know 11 years. Yeah, it, it, times have definitely changed. So what are you finding is working for people in the market if anything? Yeah, so you know the the old standby is actually working very fine. You know, gold, silver, platinum, palladium, and, and rhodium are what we call the precious metal commodities. They, they, are, they, are getting, um, they are getting enough bids and enough swings for us to, uh, to profit from those. And then also they're moving up slowly to making what they call higher lows. So this is where you always want to be positioned, but you know you just can't sit still on them. You got to take your profit and run. I sent you a chart showing you SAND, right. which is a gold royalty company. Hey, you know, we made 14% on it in two or three days. 
you hop off the trade, you let it settle again, and then you get the other buy signal again and you hop on it again. That's what you have to do. And then the miners that, that support those metals are going to do well, and, and you just have to be able to operate the same way. You know, you're going to have to now buy. In the past, I told people, hey, you should be in ETFs so you don't have stock market, stock risk. Now you need to be in stocks because you have actually called ETF risks because the uh, when big money moves out of these ETFs, they can collapse them. And if you're in the wrong sector, you can get destroyed. And, and in fact, some there's been some horror stories here in the last six weeks on that. So that's where the money's moving. And the other thing, too, there's a kind of a a little known opportunity that's presenting itself too is that you know oil has collapsed and so what's happening now is that some of it's artificial because of the virus um, you know the lockdown that everybody's done and some of it's going to be more secular but it creates an imbalance where short term oil prices are probably undervalued and longer term they're probably a little bit overvalued and so it creates a trade is technically called a contango trade but what it means to you and me is that people will hold oil off the market short term and they play that differential and they stick it in oil tankers. So the oil tanker rates have been rising. So as oil falls and that trade shows up and it shows up in USO, when USO falls, you can buy the tanker. So that's an area which we're exploring and, and taking trades into. And we're going to see a lot of money being made in that market as well. So. That's the areas that seem to be working really well, and uh, and then but the general market itself is just going to churn, Dave, and we're going to have these massive swings like we've been having, like in the last two days. I mean, who knew on Friday that's that by Tuesday afternoon the market would be up, you know, ten percent? But next time we talk in a couple of weeks, it, it could literally be back down ten percent. It's just they're, they're, they don't know where the value is right now, so. You just have to look for these opportunities and just watch the, your leading indicators and trade them. Yeah, that's a good point. I want to go back to something you said, and this is on behalf of the layman. Um, you mentioned ETFs versus stocks. First of all, can you tell the layman what an ETF is and, and, and go into a little bit more about that balance? Yeah, so an ETF is an exchange-traded fund. And all it is is if this was the new age mutual fund where it was constructed in such a way that you don't have the same taxation issues and also that you can buy and sell these on your own versus having to go through a, a broker and wait for the end of the day to balance your, your portfolio out. And they created these an, among thousands of different permutations of these, depending on what you wanted to trade. And it got to a point now where these became passive, meaning they're not actively managed um, types of constructs and so you have um, money just pouring in and pouring out of them but when the general market falls like it has and we lost people were just exiting the market these collapse and they'll fall further than stocks and then what they do is they take the stocks down and a stock obviously is the stock you know like Apple and Google and stuff something like that so these exchange trading funds are just bundles of stocks that fit a criteria Okay, and, and how is it that they bring the stocks down? Yeah, so what they do is that they're about 90% of these ETFs are correlated, even though they say they're, they're not. So a lot of these ETFs, they would stick Google and Apple in them, even though they're tangentially part of the thing. So if Apple falls, it, it, it brings 
all the ETFs down. Uh-huh. Instead of you think you're diversifying yourself, you're really not. And it, and it causes great stress in the market. It's one of the reasons why the market fell so hard, Dave, is that all these ETFs were being liquidated by the fund managers and it kept, and became a feedback loop. And so until that balances out, we're going to see days like we're having now where we're just getting these massive swings in the market. And eventually somebody's will go bust. We've already had a number of that gone gone bust and that means that if you had your money in there you lost all of it even though the stocks underneath it might still have value your etf may have gotten destroyed so you just have to be really careful and stay away from leveraged etfs those are the ones that'll do two or three times what the market is doing those are the ones that are going bust first dave and i mean they're wiping people out you had people that were long the miners right good idea correct well, people were triple long the miners, and one of the ETFs called JNUG went from 103 to like three in two weeks. Okay, oh, wow. the miners didn't go down that much. It's just that the way these things mathematically are created, if you get a number of days down in a row, it compounds on itself. And then you're talking wiping people out. And if you looked at the miners, you'd be like, "What's the big deal, Bob? The miners look like they're down just maybe 10 or 15 percent, right?" But this 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 construct was down 95%. So those are the things that you have to start worrying about. And most people don't know. They just they just hear about, oh, oh the miners are going up. I think I'll go triple long the miners. And then they end up saying, why did I lose all my money? It's just that they don't understand what they're trading. So these ETF funds should be avoided like the plague now. Is that right? The leverage ones should be avoided like the plague. And, and, the, and the standard ones, you need to be really, really involved and you need to find out what your your financial advisors are engaged in if you're passive. But if you're an active trader, you know, you're, you're better off now just working the stocks and looking looking for those opportunities and, and trading them aggressively. So are, do, you, do you find yourself attracted to the ETF funds if you just know when to get in and when to get out? Yeah, I, I do, but I have not really been in any ETFs uh, since February. So I've really been focusing mostly on individual stocks because just the opportunity for profit is so profound. I mean, we're getting we're getting weeks and months worth of gains and days now because some of these things are baby with the bathwater kind of uh, out of, you know, stock declines and just playing their reversals have been extremely profitable. So we've been we've been focusing on stocks versus ETFs. When this all settles down again, you know, we'll, we'll, we will probably go back that way, but I'm best served serving my my subscribers by finding just really good stocks to go after and and what kind of stocks do you find that, that you're attracted to right now for people listening go ooh, i got to get out of my leverage what, what would you tell them to do now yeah so we we just uh, got through another round of buying the miners and and then buying these royalty trusts which are really good to own sand fnv uh we also have um a WPM. These are all great companies to trade in and out of. And then the, the tanker stocks like DHT, TNP, TNK are trading really well as as well. And then also um, you have uh, some special opportunities like there's only one American rhodium company that's out there, SBSW, that's trading really well. And then also, um, you know, you have uranium has a nice, nice run. We had a couple of uranium stocks that 
that um, we got in, but we really didn't make too much money on them. But a week later, they're up 25%. Oh, wow. So those, those are the opportunities that we're, that we're looking at. And then right now, energy has gotten really volatile, so it's given us opportunities. We just had a nice trade on, on USO, and now we're waiting for oil to go back down again because I don't think Russia and Saudi Arabia are done fighting yet. Yeah, I think you're right about that. I want to back up just for a second. I want to take a macro view since we have you here. I mean, and I really appreciate how you're telling people right here, don't do this, but do this. But I want to take a macro view for a second. And with the virus uh, basic lockdown of the country and unemployment conceivably reaching 50%, how's that going to affect all the things that you're involved in? Yeah, so I think what's happening now is we're getting this... um, you know they call it the dead cat bounce dave right and uh it's um what it is it's a um it's a reactionary move from the sell-off and so that really is kind of topping out right now it can literally go up another 100 points on s p and maybe 290 on on spy and then we it's called the long goodbye and so what we're looking at is that we're going to get the euphoria of this virus pandemic shutdown garbage that we've um that we were involved in right now and then we're going to have this okay shoot now we're not getting the stimulus money in yet people aren't getting their loans yet people are still laid off and the market's going to sell off until that stimulus money catches up again so our thinking is that we're going to at least go down and test those lows that we had last month and then we may even go all the way down to what they call 1800 in the stock market, which is um, almost a thousand points or ten thousand Dow points, a thousand points on um, on the S and P, which would bring us back to maybe support from the uh, basically from the year two thousand. So that's kind of where we are. Then I think we'll lift again from there because all this money coming in, Dave, is just going to be it's going to be mind-boggling how much cash they're going to push into the system, and then we're just going to buy anything that's inflationary. So, so you're going to just pinpoint your, your targets now until you get this rush of cash and like a big wave coming into the beach, you're going to ride it. Yeah, so we're looking again to um, buy those, those stocks. Now, I'll make a caveat because I just told you I don't, go, I don't buy ETFs. There are a group of ETFs we do touch. It's the only way I'll short the market is through an ETF that shorts the market. So I don't wake up one morning and, and find out that I'm homeless. You know, so, um, yeah, I know so what you I'll mean, do yeah. that, but I don't do it with leverage. I'll buy SH, so I'll, and I'll hedge with that. So that's my caveat. So of course I, I um, that's the exception to to my rule. Okay, so I guess that the average person is probably thinking from what you're saying so far, is that although the market's down tremendously and people are panicking and getting out because they're reading it as a general cataclysm you're seeing opportunities within the decline to ride the right crest with certain types of investments. Does that sum it up pretty well? Absolutely. You know, and you and I have been talking now for almost four years now. And yeah. and I was telling you all through this time is lighten up, lighten up, lighten up, lighten up. We really yes. haven't gone anywhere since 2016. This was out, my fear was that people were, were buying risk without really getting rewarded for it. And now we're at a point now where we didn't really sell off from that yet. So if your money is in managed funds, you need to talk to your portfolio advisors and tell them to to get you into more cash and let and ride this thing out or shift you into into the you know gold or silver and those those type of funds. 
and ride out the, the hurricane there. But if you're a stock trader, absolutely, there's money to be made every day. I have a list of probably 30 or 40 stocks that are buyable on any given morning. And then we try to look for opportunities in, within that to, uh, to take a couple trades a day. Wow, that's a lot. That's every day. Yeah, there's just, it just it just sets up. You, but you have your time horizon is a couple days, so it's not like you know, not like I'm telling you, hey, look, this is a good one to buy, and you can sell it in August. I mean, you buy it today, you're probably selling it next Monday. You know that kind of thing. Because the market's so, so volatile, right? Absolutely. When when the vol when the volatility is at forty and fifty and sixty, wow. you you just you just can't be in the market for a long period of time, and expect profit. You're just going to get whipped around and. Human nature is such when people start losing money, they panic out. So we just look for those turns. And one thing, too, I want to make it clear, Dave, what we do for people is that we actually give you the indicators that we use, and we teach you how to use the indicators that we use and how we use them, and then we also call out opportunities. Like if you were in my chat room today, you would see people buying things on my indicator that I'm not calling out, and, and that's what – Ultimately, that I want from people, I want to teach you how to fish, but I'll also throw you some fish, yeah. and I'll give you a fishing tackle too, and it just puts you in a position where you're a confident trader, and uh, and then you find the things that you like. And I can't find them all. If I tried to give people <clears throat> thirty opportunities a day, I would overwhelm them. Well, the, the one thing that that I wonder though is is I bet the numbers of people that are doing what you're doing, and reading the market this way, are really rare. Because if they were numerous, they would create a different dynamic, right? Yeah, and I think what we do differently, Dave, is that we we really, really, really simplify and we really take the mystery out of trading. So a lot of people do this kind of stuff, but it's so complicated that I don't even understand what they're trying to to tell me what to do. We literally tell people, when you see this, do that, you know? When, when our system says sell, we're putting you in a position to sell. If my system says buy, you're putting yourself in a system to buy. And then we have long-term track records that say that this system's been proven out. Yeah. So now I'm not saying we're, we're not the Lambo people, okay? This is grind your way, grind your way singles and doubles for profit. I'm not saying, hey, you're gonna get this thing, you're gonna become a millionaire overnight. You know, a lot of people have wrong expectations but if you're looking to make money in the market, and you're looking to supplement income, you're looking to protect your family, we got a great system for you. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. But before we get into more specifics of what you're doing, I'd like to get your take on how you see the geopolitical dynamics of what's going on right now. And what do you forecast for the future, or is that too hard to predict right now? No, I, I don't think anything's really changed. I think, you know... Um, the you know you, you know just because the tornado's wrapped in rain doesn't mean the tornado's not coming you know so <laughs> I, I, I think I think China is ultimately screwed and you know, we talked about that before I think people now have really the 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 the, the cloth has been thrown off of them and uh, you're going to see that United States is going to be by America Europe even Germany now is saying hey we, we've been a little too trusting here. And, 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 and basically going into uh, what we call a retrenchment in the economy, countries like China really suffer disproportionate to uh, other countries. So that's number one. Number two, Europe is dead. You know, if you're listening and you're from Europe, get your assets into the, into the United States as fast as you possibly can. It's gonna, Europe's going to disintegrate. 
Yeah, I, I, I really think that's probably true because of what I'm seeing and all the infighting that's going on right now. It's like they're fighting over the table scraps that are left over. And, mm. and I mean, the banks are, Deutsche Bank are all in big trouble, all of them. So yeah. I, I hear what you're saying on that point. But what about the move in America? Have we learned a lesson about supply chain and are we uh, investing in domestic manufacturing now as opposed to outsourcing everything? Uh, yeah, I think um, you know Trump obviously started that. I think uh, he'll be he'll be vindicated, and I think once this virus thing's passed, you're going to see so many, so many hearings on by America, and plus all this money that they're spending, Dave. The only way they can hope to capture any of it back is to bring to bring the uh, velocity of of activity back home, and so you're going to see that absolutely. You're also probably not going to see oil anywhere near where it's been in the past until we start to get into what I call stronger inflationary environment. So we're probably a year or two of really nice oil prices, and that's going to cause a little bit of strain, though, internally, domestically, with oil. So we might even see, you know, Trump and, and others advocate for a tariff, and what that means for Middle Eastern countries, they can't survive it. I mean, even Saudi Arabia, they say, oh, they can pull oil out of the ground at $5. That's okay. Who cares? Because they, they still need $80 oil to, to fund their budgets. Okay? Just because mm-hmm. Aramco is profitable doesn't mean the Saudi government's solvent. And that's going to have a big impact as well. So, you know, at the end of the day, you know, America is the, um, is the one-eyed king in the land of the blind, even though we have all of our issues. Well, at some point, though, don't we have to end this lockdown that we're in and get back yeah. to work? Yeah, I think Trump's, I think he's already agitating for it. And if you saw it today, and, and if you see me railing on social media, this has been a, you know, okay, people are dying, that's pretty sad. But it's nothing compared to what we've had just two years ago with a strong flu season. Yes. And, and nothing compared to what we did with SARS, where we had 60 million people, 350,000 in the hospital, and 20,000 dead. And, and before it even declared an emergency. And so you're going to see this people agitating. Out, out here in California where I live is that, um, uh, I mean, the, the, there was there's no growth curve. It's just been f- kind of flat. And I think the areas where you live, it's even better, you know. So um, I just think that people are going to, they're going to start agitating to get back to work. Look, my wife's, comp- my wife's business, the one she owns, is gone until this thing stops. My daughter's laid off. You know, we're hearing nothing about any of the emergency loans for her business. You know, the, the banks have gone dark. And, uh, and my daughter still hasn't gotten her uh, unemployment check. So all that stuff's going to become, you're going to start hearing a lot of noise here in the next four to six weeks if they don't shut this uh, lockdown off. Yeah, I think it could be sooner. I mean, on my show, I've already called for a return to normalcy. And the reason I say that is because Brazil and uh, Sweden are have life as normal and their death curve is the same as ours and I'm thinking if we keep doing what we're doing this is going to cause more people to die than if we just face the virus head-on yeah I agree and I think people are I think people are, are you know I think most people are already at that position I think they gave everybody the benefit of the doubt because people didn't know what they didn't know but now we're understanding is that we've had an antiviral I mean this is gonna be used for the flu next year They've been keeping hydroxychloroquine off the market here 
And my really good friend who's a respiratory doc, he just said, Bob, this was in my textbooks 35 years ago, that this thing is safe and effective and it's antiviral, antiviral properties. And he said, it's a crime that the FDA has not endorsed this because you can't make any money on it, right? The vaccine makers don't like it. There the, you go. That's the it. You just nailed that, it. You yeah. just nailed it right there. And when you got... This is the thing that really irritates me, and this is kind of off the beaten path, but since you brought it up, you got Fossey and Burks, who are federal employees paid with my tax money that have business deals with Bill Gates, Mr. Vaccine himself. I've had it with this kind of duplicity. Yeah, I mean, well, now what's happened is he, Trump, he's, that's why, you know, love Trump or hate Trump, he's shrewd. And he put this thing, he put hydroxychloroquine right out there in the uh, open. And he's forcing people to defend not using it. And now I'm seeing doctors with petitions all over the place saying, hey, you said not to get in front of your doctor. Well, here, they're getting, FDA is getting in front of the doctor here. And I think, I think people are going to realize that, oh, my gosh, we've had thousands and tens of thousands, a hundred thousands of people have died over the decades when we could have been just feeding them these chiclets, you know, and, and, and these people would have had longer lives. You know, and I'm not even talking about the coronavirus. This coronavirus, I'm just talking about coronaviruses in general, which is the majority of viruses, you yeah, know. I agree. And um, so, yeah, so I think it's, you know, this this is the lemonade that comes out of some of these lemons. So I think, you know, the trust in, in government, this is going to be climate change 2.0, Dave. And when people see <laughs> the models, you know, the models that predicted 100,000, 200,000 dead, 50,000 ventilators, now Cuomo can't get rid of them fast enough. <laughs> you know, I know, I know. Crazy. Make He's going to be sucking on ventilators at election time. Well, okay, I think people are listening to this and they're saying, "Man, I, I've got a. I don't know how long this is going to last, and when life's going to get back to normal, and I've got some money I want to invest." And they said, "This trade genius guy sounds pretty good to me." Um, you know, and I know you bring on new people all the time, so tell those people who might be first-time investors, saying. You know, I know it's kind of be safe the way you described it. How do I get involved? What would you tell them? Yeah, so go to tradelegagenius.com. And, and what we've done is we have chat rooms, trading rooms. We have training courses. We do training webinars. And we provide trade signals. And then we provide this trading, these trading indicators all as part of our, our bundles. And then we put six together depending if you want to trade stocks or if you want to trade cryptocurrencies. Or if you want to join our VIP room and, and trade um, futures, and we have an 81% win rate in the futures as well. So, wow. so we're just doing really well with these systems. And um, and then you just go and you can pick a bundle, and we we um, we're calling our stimulus specials, and um, you can use uh, uh, the bundles are pre-discounted, but if you want to buy anything off off the shelf single. You can just use the promo code uh, stimulus specials get fifty percent off on non bundle items, but you have to be um, you have to buy them before the eleventh day to uh, to take advantage of our generosity on these. Okay, let's go back through that. You really hit that fast. I was trying to take notes on this because I'm cheating, and uh, so the deal expires on the eleventh at midnight. But let's correct. back up, okay? You've got a coupon code that basically is the word stimulus special, correct? Yeah, a plural, stimulus specials. Specials, okay. Oh, you know what? Actually, you know what? I'm, we're going to make it even simpler. Just use the promo code April. Okay, all right. Here, let me cross that out. Yeah, let's, let's make it even simpler. Promo code April. Okay, so promo is April, 
and um, I got a little confused there so I was trying to take notes okay so you have non bundled items Okay, can you explain what that is, what the purpose is, and yeah, if what the rate is? Want, if somebody just wants training, or if somebody just wants coaching, or if somebody just wants to buy the indicator and not be in the chat room, you know, those are what we call off-the-shelf items. They could just buy at a, at fifty percent off, wow. or you get the bundles. The bundles are the best deal. We we've already discounted them sixty-five percent off, and and then you uh you can you can get those for stocks or you can get them for stocks and crypto or just crypto and uh or you can just you can buy that plus a training package and things like that so they're really good deals um you know there's a couple notes in the room this week saying bob first couple trades paid for my whole year and uh you know and so we try to really make this return on investment in your favor by working with us okay that's really cool so l let me see if i got this right now the non-bundled items here are 50% off uh, and you use the coupon code stimulus specials oh no April we change that to April and then the bundled items are already pre discounted at 65% right that's right so you don't have to do anything with those you can just select what bundle you want but you know but if you're confused you, you can just call us you can call us you can chat with us you can email us and okay. uh, we'll get back with we have actually really live people and they're in America and so uh <laughs> none of this i'll be helping you very much um <laughs> okay yeah, we just, yeah and so uh yeah so you can get and if you get us like late at night or early in the morning whatever we'll catch your first thing and uh uh it works out really well so we will help you get set up and get in the room and i'm in the room trading all the time and and so i have specialists in the different rooms as well yeah because right now it just it is the question i have here too this is a good time to get in, at least from my layman's perspective, because you're not going to have a lot of competition as people are fleeing the perceived monster. You're looking at the places to win, so there isn't a lot of competition for what you're doing right now. Yeah, so what happens if you look at 2008, 2009, you know, people left the market and then they waited till the market was up almost 50% before yeah. people started pouring back in again. That's not how you trade. So, you know, you... you uh, you, you 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 panic early and you get greedy early and and so that's how you uh you make money in the market look we've been telling people all through 2019 get out get out get out get out get out and now we're looking for those opportunities that are are doing relatively well versus what's happening in the market and there are a lot of them so that's how you make money and and uh, the system works our system is based on buying pressure and selling pressure dave so I don't have to even know anything. I just have to know that a lot of other people are 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 going after these these stocks, and we just hop on, and we act like a seagull. You know, we'll let we'll let the we'll let the marlin bring them up to the surface, and we'll feed, and then we'll hop off. Yeah, well, I got to tell you, what separates you in all the years I've worked with you, um, and you've come on and given your geopolitical analysis along with economic analysis, is that you're not a typical trader in the market and let me say why and this is just from my perspective a lot of the traders that i know and i've talked to they know what they know in their own domain but they don't have a clue about how world politics or world economic trends are affecting them outside their own individual investment so when new forces come they're not ready to deal with what comes that's what i've seen in the years i've done this and when we have these discussions, invariably we go down the geopolitical road 
and we talk about, you know, China, what it means and what Trump is doing and what the overall trend is and how the Saudis are going to respond with the Russians. And we get all these items in here and you have a globalist perspective on this and a well-rounded perspective as opposed to someone that's very, very narrow. Yeah, so let me, you know, people probably don't know my background, but I spent 25 years doing business development and mergers and acquisitions. So I was paid to look around the corners and I think my skill set is one that I'm always looking what's next, what's next. And in trading, if you're in the right thing, it it, 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 um, it allows you to make more mistakes and still make money. So, you know, if you, the trend is your friend is, 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 a, is a phrase for a reason. So if you get in the right stuff, you know, you're more likely to make money even if your picks aren't perfect versus if you're the best trader in the world but you're in the wrong sector, you're gonna lose money. So we try to be in the right thing. We know what's coming next. We know what we're looking for next. And uh, and we position for that. We wait for the money to start pouring in and we jump on it. I think that's, that's so awesome. I really do. This is why I enjoy talking to you because I get the insider perspective of how you make money, but we get the geopolitical reasons behind it and the economic reasons behind it. It's been very, very good. Okay, well, I think people got the information they need with regard to your stimulus package with the code word April for the non-bundled items and for the other, you know, those discounts are built in and uh, just get a hold of Trade Genius and we'll have a link here as we post this on our website and on our YouTube channel, we'll have a link that you can go to. Bob, always a pleasure talking to you and I walk away always a little more optimistic about the economy than where I started when we talk. Oh, well, thank you. I, you know, look, there's always an opportunity. So see wall go over wall, you know, and, and if more people did that, we would, we will, we'll blast through this. I think that's, that's really good. Well, Bob, thanks so much for joining us here on the Common Sense Show. And to everybody else, ladies and gentlemen, stay tuned. We'll be right back after this. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Bob.